This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's hard to win in this league. There's ups and downs. There's, there's injuries. There's ebbs and flows to the game that, you know, you just face with a different situation every time you step on the field. It's, it's, it's hard to be good in this game. It's hard to be perfect. Everybody else around you is working hard and growing and learning, and you got to be able to do the same thing. You got to celebrate when you win, and you got to learn when you lose. And again, that's something we're we're dealing with, and we we gotta we gotta pull through this rut that we're in, and. You know, like I said, I, I trust in our guys here in our locker room and our, and our coaching staff and our front office um, and everybody in this building. And, you know, we're extremely focused and excited going forward. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook here on a football Friday. The voice there of Josh Allen coming off a loss Monday night football to the Patriots and a big one. A marquee game this week. The Bills at the Bucks on Sunday afternoon. We got five games to roll through here. Next segment, we'll talk about the NBA for tonight, this weekend, and we will unveil our same game parlay for the Nets and the Hawks, which will be featured on FanDuel's uh, site and, and the app. So we're excited about that, and you guys can play along with us, and hopefully we'll all win tonight. But let's dive into this game in the NFL. This is a fun one. This one, I feel like this one's been on the calendar all year. Like we've been kind of looking forward to this, and I think there's different meaning now with this game. Here, Joe, because the Bills and Eddie Gross is going to join us from FanDuel in about 40 minutes. He was the first one to say it to us about a week ago that if you think the Patriots could beat the Bills twice, and obviously one is now in the in the books now, you might want to take a flyer on the Bills to miss the playoffs because their schedule coming up around the Patriots games has a pitfall like this one and the AFC behind them, like the Colts who beat them head to head, they're coming. This is a, suddenly, a, I'm not going to say must win, but this feels like an important game for the Bills more than just like, oh, an out-of-conference game. On it's must team. win. They're going to fall out of the playoffs if they lose uh, tomorrow go. or Sunday. What day are we at? It's Friday? Okay. It's Friday. Uh, two days from now. Two days from now if they lose. Yeah, I had a I had an easy plan with these high-profile Bills games, right? It was so simple. You take the Bills on Monday night, then you fade them when they go on the road mm-hmm. against Tom Brady, where they are 5-0 and straight up, 4-1 and against the spread, where they've dominated teams. Tom Brady, when he's a one-score favorite at home, 35-14-6 against the spread. 35 14 and 6 against the spread. And that, you know, that dominated at Foxborough. And he's doing the same thing uh, since moving on to Tampa Bay. When you look at the numbers, another matchup, we saw it last week with Buffalo and New England, but another matchup where, you know, all the metrics line up. They're both of these teams, top three in this, top three in that. Uh, matchup wise, the one thing you can rarely do on the Bucks is run against them. 
Bills are like, cool. <laughs> we don't want to run. We can't run on you. So it does, that doesn't even matter that much. Curious how much the Trey White injury really impacts that Bills secondary. No impact last week, obviously, with three pass attempts by Mac Jones. But part of the reason I was thinking you'd take the Bucks here was because of that Trey White spot. I love to bet on good teams after a bad performance in prime time. And that's exactly what we saw out of the Bills. Everyone is down on the Bills. Stock way down. And at some spots, we're seeing three and a half. Three and a half. So a lot of the public coming in on Tampa Bay. I will say I do not like this injury report for the Bucs. Uh, Jamel Dean, their cornerback, has not been practicing this week. Their starting safety, Jordan Whitehead, has not been practicing. They've had issues in the secondary all season long. And again on Thursday, set, starting center Ryan Jensen was out, always impactful. Um, early in the week, I was thinking Tampa Bay. But as we've uh, moved along, as we see the injury report, as we get the hook, I like the Bills in this spot. Yeah, um, I, I think the Bills are live here. I, I do think they'll bounce back from what happened on Monday. Tredavious White's injury, though, worries the heck out of me for their defense. Yeah. Sure. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. 53 and a half is the number. Aaron, I think we're getting a lot of points in this one. This is going to be a fun watch. Bills and the, um, and the Bucks. Aaron, where do you lean? Buffalo getting three or, or Tampa? I lean Tampa. This is another game I haven't bet on yet. Um, gosh. I just I think Tom Brady is gonna win this game, and I, I don't I don't know. I, there's something about this Bills team I haven't trusted. I I don't really know what it is, but I think this is gonna be a Bucks game. I don't even think it's gonna be that close. Ooh, so then you're in on the the three there. You feel you really gotta feel good yeah. about that. So here's yeah, what I'm... I do feel good about it. If Jensen plays and the number stays at three, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tampa. I don't like the hook. I don't want to give the hook. I don't want to bet three and a half. But if, if they if their center is out there, so Tredavious White injury is a killer against that Bucks passing attack. And I just keep going back to how good is Buffalo's defense? Joe, your favorite term is bum slayer. We'll talk about a bum slayer team coming up in a few minutes. They yeah. they beat up on a lot of bad quarterbacks early this season and bad offenses. And it, it's made their overall rankings look so good. And right. I'm just not sure that that – and this is going to be a test, right? This will be the test. Can they slow down Tom Brady and company? I'll be on the Bucks minus the three if Jensen plays. Without their center, and you're right, Joe, that's a big deal if the center can't play. All right, let's go to 49ers-Bengals. This is a big game. This is one, like, before the season. I remember we talked about this because it was a weird scheduling quirk with the AFC West and the AFC North and where the games were at. The 49ers are now one-and-a-half-point favorites. This line has climbed. As the, as the week has gone on. 49ers, one-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 48-and-a-half. The, the real thing is Joe Burrow. Like, what's going on with that pinky that he injured last week? He keeps saying he's going to play. I'm sure he will. Can Joe Burrow throw it like normal? I like the 49ers here. This feels like a big bounce-back spot for them. All right, so I felt bad in a couple of our previous segments where we're going through those games. Like, eh, I don't really like this. I don't really like anything here. Um, but I just gave up Buffalo and this might be my favorite play. Niners? I love San Francisco. Love San Francisco in this game. They're minus one and a half point favorites. So the favorite has flipped this week after opening at two. And uh, well, the look ahead was two. Then it opened at one and a half. And now it's San Francisco minus one and a half. And I certainly think it's justified. The Bengals have not covered their last five home games. That's a little thing. But the big thing is Joe Burrow and that finger injury. He's been limited in practice all week. Do you remember what happened? 
after he went to the sideline and, and that finger was bothering him, they didn't score. Yeah, they right. couldn't do anything offensively. T. Higgins, who has been the best receiver on the team, he's been limited with an ankle this week. Joe Mixon didn't practice again yesterday, illness, so you expect him to come back. They're saying it's not COVID-related. We'll see. Awusu, their, their best uh, cornerback, has not been practicing either. He's dealing with a foot injury. So we got Fred Warner practicing in full, so he's going to be back for San Francisco. Keep an eye on Debo today with the final injury report because that would be quite impactful. Eli Mitchell's uh, dealing with some stuff. So a lot of, a lot of big stuff going on uh, with this injury report. However, with San Francisco, with some players that have come back over the last few weeks, you see the difference. You see the difference with Trent Williams on that offensive line. We see what George Kittle uh, is right now. Nine grabs, 181 yards, two touchdowns last week and this is kind of flying under the radar you know why we've stopped talking about playing the rookie quarterback jimmy g's been really good really good he is uh leading the nfl in the last six weeks uh in epa and completion percentage over expectation i if you if you gave me 10 guesses i don't think i would have landed jimmy g on that one so I like San Francisco in this spot, and this is a place where uh, they have won uh, in a route a, a number of times. Uh, it sounds like the sharp better is also on San Francisco. That's why the favorite is flipped. Aaron, where are yeah, you? Yeah, so I agree. Jimmy G's looked better. Um, seven touchdowns in the last four games. He, you know, keeps looking better and better. The other thing is both Niners and Bengals coming off disappointing losses. The Niners, I think they were on a hot streak before they dropped that ugly loss mm -hmm. to the Seahawks. And even mm -hmm. with that loss, they've won three of their last four. In those four games, the Niners have outscored their opponents 118 to 76. Um, I think Jimmy G has been looking better throwing the ball. He has three interceptions in the last three, but, you know, it's not terrible. Um, George Kittle coming off a big game. And then, as Joe O mentioned, the Bengals' best players are wounded. Um, the Niners' pass defense is tied for fourth in the NFL. Um, Jamar Chase recently, he's been, you know, humbled a little bit, I think, the last few weeks. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely like the Niners in this one as well. Do you, do you guys like Kyle Shanahan or Zach Taylor? <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. I think so. I think yeah. so. You know, it's surprising. Number six net yards per play, San Francisco this year, yep. even though they're just six and six on the season. Uh, a lot of numbers view them as a top 10 team overall. One quick thing, and then we'll go to the last three games we have to hit. It's funny, when they drafted Trey Lance, I think the ideal was Mahomes, Alex Smith. And I don't, I, there's, I have no idea if Lance could become anything like Mahomes. But it's, it, I think Garoppolo's whole thing is the bargain. full year. Do you mean sit the yeah, and then or? get something for him, right? Like the, the okay. Chiefs turn Smith into a couple draft picks. If Garoppolo keeps playing well, the 49ers will do the same. Someone will trade for that guy. Like he's not a great quarterback, but he, he yeah. you can win with him. Obviously, we've seen that now in the NFL for a while. All right, so that game, we're all on the 49ers side. Let's go to the Seahawks Texans. We talked through this a little bit earlier in Survivor. Seahawks are eight and a half point favorites. This is another game with a fairly big spread, low total. Eight and a half Seahawks, 41 and a half for the game. Interesting. Um, I mean, I, I would tease it's a Seattle. Really down. big spread. <laughs> I would tease Seattle down. That's how I'm going to play yeah. this. I'm, I'm going to put Seattle yeah. in some teasers. I think they'll win. It's the biggest quarterback mismatch of the weekend. But can I trust the Seahawks to win by nine? I don't know. That's a lot. Can you, can you trust the Texans in any way? Can you trust the no. Texans to keep it within two scores? I, 
Yeah, we're just at a point. Taraj's been so bad. We're just at a point where it doesn't matter, and that's right. a scary place to be if you're back in the Texans. Uh, something that really stood out to me is this Texans offense. If you look at net yards per play, they're dead last. Okay, that's not a surprise, but they're net. They're dead last by a half a yard. Like that's an ocean. They are by far, if you look at that stuff, uh, the worst team. Last three games, they're dead last in net yards per play. Those are tie rod games. Everybody was so excited when he came back. They're going to be a completely different team. Uh, Seahawks are beat up a bit. Jamal Adams out for the season. Metcalf has not been practicing. He's got a foot. He also has an illness he's dealing with. It looks like it's not going to be Davis Mills, but I just don't think it. I don't think it matters here. Uh, interesting note: Simon Hunter, we've we've have on the show yeah. from time to time that he brought up teams. I don't know if this is random or not, but it's worth bringing up. After teams play San Francisco, the following week, those teams are 1-11 this year. Wow. They get beat up? That's that's the idea? Just Maybe. Physically... That's the idea. Yeah. like That's usually the argument. So troubling it, spot for the Seahawks, you're saying. It might, it, might, it might mean nothing and just could be just how the schedule has lined up. Yeah. 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 Let me throw this out there. Crazy long <laughs> shot, but I just looked at the schedule and I think it's just interesting to note. We all think the Seahawks are going to win this week, right? They're going to be the Texans. I think they yeah. are. Yeah, okay. they should. So th- do we also agree the last team in the NFC playoffs is probably going to be nine and eight. It's not going to take 10 wins. Do, are we on the same page there? Nine and eight is probably going to get the spot. Some sort of tiebreaker at nine and eight. Are, are you making good? Well, well, let me just lay out the Seahawks schedule. Oh they have my. the Texans this week. I, I don't think they're I, – I mean, a week ago, we all thought they were t- t- toppling over. They yeah. have the Texans. They do have the Rams next week. That will be their most challenging game. After that, they have the Bears and Lions. Whew. It's not Holy crazy that, that they're alive in week 18, that, that, that they're in one of those, like, if, if six teams lose and they win, like, they're still alive. What, it's what are weird. the odds to make the Well, playoff? I brought it up. Uh, plus 1950, almost 20 to 1. Uh, you, you do that. Isn't that NFC? You do that. Right. With that schedule? Yeah. All right. I think, I'm glad I, think, I brought it up then. I think you have to. Uh, should we look at the under to low total? 41 and a half. Both teams under teams. Seattle 9-2-1. And, and Houston is 8-4. and four. I like the under there. 41 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Guys, let's, let's you know, we did Giants Chargers earlier. I think we gave our thoughts on that. We watched the injury report with the, the Chargers wide receivers. Rams Cardinals. Let's make sure we touch on this before we, we go any further in the show. Rams Cardinals. The number is two. It's sat at two the whole, you know, it went from two and a half to two. I couldn't believe we can get the Cardinals at less than a field goal. Now you're getting them at two. I'm on the Cardinals. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it in lightning bets. It's one of my favorite plays of the week. The Cardinals have been better really? than the Rams. Yeah. I Until the until the Rams show me late in the season with McVay and, and Stafford is also part of this whole thing, that he can go out and play great in one of these games, I got to be on the Cardinals in this game. Kyler's back. He's healthy. They've been the best team all year. I like the Cardinals. Put a bow on the NFC West on Monday night. I liked how Kyler looked in his return. I know it's the Bears, but you could put any NFL team. It just how they weren't afraid to use his legs. This was different a year ago. Scores four touchdowns. Right. He didn't need these long drives because they got short fields thanks to the uh, Andy Dalton interceptions. The Rams has not performed well on the road. They're 2-4 and four ATS this year. Now they have an eight-game winning streak against Arizona, but I think a lot of it doesn't really mean a whole lot because this is a completely different Arizona team. Number mm-hmm. keeps dropping. That, that's scaring me a bit. A lot of the sharper betters are uh, looking to the Rams side, but I also lean Arizona. <clears throat> 
LA and Arizona as well. Um, the Cardinals, <clears throat> excuse me, dominated that 37 to 20 win. I think it was on Halloween when they played earlier. This will probably be closer if I had to guess, but I still think the Cardinals will win. Uh, in, yeah. Injuries worth bringing up. Chase Edmonds, there's some talk that he could return for Arizona on the LA side. Henderson was limited. He's dealing with a thigh. Probably doesn't matter because you have Sony Michelle. Ryan Allen, the center, did not practice on Thursday. Cooper Cup limited with a toe. Expected to be fine, but he's your best offensive player. Pay attention. It shows how much I think we think as a show Kingsbury has grown because we didn't bring up a mismatch, McVay-Kingsbury. In the past, I think we no. might have brought that up. We didn't bring it up there. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sports. We're on the other side. We'll look to head to the NBA this weekend and our same game parlay. You could do it with us on FanDuel for the Hawks and the Nets. That's up next right here on the Beck UL Network.